Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Your Questions Answered. We are the Dadly Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick, here to answer your burning wrestling questions live on YouTube. Thank you to everyone who's already sent some stuff in the chat, because we do daily wrestling podcasts here, of course, uh, where we review Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, oh! AEW Dynamite, AEW Collision, forgot what it was called for a split second there, pay-per-views, premium live events, we have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the complete Look at quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick uh, to answer all of your wrestling questions. Let's dive straight into the chat um, and answer first a question from a man who's had a rather eventful weekend, Matt Reigns. Who? Oh! Do you want to give the quick backstory on this one, Sidgwick, before we read Matt's question? I know Matt Hardy's blocked us, so I didn't get any, <laughs> with good reason as well. It's fair enough. It's absolutely fair him. enough. Yeah. Uh. And not that you'd at him. I'll, I've never added a single wrestler once in my Twitter life, especially like not for criticism. I, uh, yeah, you're crap. Mm. Might have praised someone, but even then feels a bit grabby. I might have done it. But I know he's probably, he's vanity searched. What an absolute loser. Yeah. He's vanity searched like a total loser. Not liked what he's found. Not liked what he's found. Uh, maybe we could uh, try <laughs> being good. It's then e- maybe you wouldn't get so much criticism. It's either that I work when this I see out. Your tweets, the black button's the one I call. <laughs> I saw. I, I worked this out because, uh, yeah. Full disclosure: Matt Reigns, uh, quite rightly, was criticising the Hardys over the weekend uh, or previously to this, and then over the weekend, um, Matt tried to explain away his brother's, let's be honest, negativity towards being on the in the dimension that is AEW Rampage, man. Um, Feel like a spooky ghost over here, just like I was back in the. Should flat. be lucky enough to get a job in the in the dimension of the Indies, <laughs> right? <laughs> but then he responded saying, "Oh, well, actually, we really like being on these shows." And uh, and then all these bloody loser fans are tweeting this. Matt Rain's one of the biggest AW fans that I know, and he'd screenshotted uh, Matt's tweet, but Matt hadn't tagged Matt or Jeff Hardy or AEW in it. Um, he just responded, I believe, to a video of the Hardys and, and Mark Briscoe promoting whatever it was. So he's either, he's either like you say, vanity searched... His brother's forename. Or gone on the video of him and uh, Mark Briscoe and then looked at the quote tweets and then found that and then screenshotted Matt's tweet and posted that. Yeah, it's anyway. absolute loser behaviour. Rubbing his thighs going, we've really wound him up. Now, like, looking in the closet. Loser, loser, loser behaviour... Like, you don't want to concentrate on, I don't know, uh, getting good, <laughs> being good, so Matt being says, a valuable asset. Matt says, happy Monday, being brothers. Being a complete vampire, entitled, deluded vampire. Just a, just a thought. Is that what the V1 stood for all along? It's vampire one. That's because they were at Rampage, so it's vampire weekend. The mad fact that I care about is how much he sucks. Matt Rain says, happy Monday, bro. the Hardy Matt, Boys. Oh, yeah. Matt facts. Matt sucks. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite Matt fact is that AEW peaked as a promotion in February 2020. <laughs> he signed in March. That's my, that's my favorite Matt fact. The Randy Orton injury thing. Yeah. My favorite Matt fact. Uh, but Matt Reigns says, happy Monday, bro. This quiet weekend for me on X. In the dimension known as AEW, if they were to ever book a women's C2, who would you guys have as your final two and winner? If all healthy, I'd have Deeb defeat Statlander, says Matt. Oh, well, the thing is, right, they've never done a concurrent... Well, they didn't do a concurrent women's C2, which says a lot still about the priorities. That's a women's rumble, that's a women's money in the bank. Just never felt like there was ever going to be a women's C2. Um, but now that roster is being assembled with new names, returning names, rumoured names. Like Even without the rumoured Mercedes money, like Deeb, Thunder Rosa, Statlander... Parazzo, you know, you've got like 
Julia Hart getting pushed. You got Shakida ever uh, Shida Shakida Hikaru Shida ever present. Mm. You got Tony Storm, Mariah May's getting some focus. They are Athena. Athena, amazing. Like you could, you conceivably do uh, women's CT with twelve like really damn good talents, like some amazing talents, some like you know steady really good talents. If there was a prospective C2, and I think if they can continue the trend of, hang on, are they having a go at this? That's been my prevailing opinion in 2024. This feels like if a company has, and they should probably do something like this, like a list of resolutions, if you like, or objectives for the year, mm-hmm. any company, any wrestling promotion, any company in any other industry should probably do something like that, like the, the year ahead. <laughs> it looks like, should we... Uh, should we bother with the women's division this year? <laughs> it feels like it's yeah. on the blo- on the bloody board. I um, hate Statlander for me because that would just be such a bruising, mm. physical, nasty, convincing, credible match. Statlander versus Jamie Hater would to use the three year old, four year old, five. It would, it would literally bang. It would be so good. I'd I'd do Athena, and it would be in the reverse. Eddie Kingston story. So she obviously is the Ring of Honor world champion. She's the forever Ring of Honor women's champion. And she starts off really hot and nobody can touch her. And then somebody manages to get like a quite a fortunate win over her, but that's her confidence shaken for the first time in what, 18 months, two years, whatever it is. She goes on to, so Eddie Kingston like lost the first three, won the second three. Was that how it worked out? First like, two, yeah. last right. three. Because you haven't got the number of the participants correct. Uh, <laughs> well, he wrestled himself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. It felt like it most week with those chop bars. <laughs> like the... Run the asshole. She wins the first two, loses the next yes. three, but like makes it to the final and then loses in the final to put over like a massive baby face. spirited man. <laughs> like, you know, wins, wins uh, like sort of the heart and minds of the AW fans yes. in a proper way, even though she's still this heel that theoretically has been everybody but comes out on the losing end and you've gotten somebody else over as a result of that as well. Losing. Pick, pick a baby face. Uh, thanks, shout out as always to OG Stem Cell. Thank you for your donation as well. Thank you for like three weeks, I've sort of already forgotten it. Yeah, no. <laughs> good telly for like a month, whatever. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> it was great. It was, it was, it was really good. Oh, shut up, man. OG Stem Cell. Oh, I just said it was really good. Oh, what do you want? Because yeah, really good means not as good as great. Yeah. Uh, OG Stem Cell says, hello. Hello. I hope you guys are doing well on this Monday. Uh, my girlfriend got us tickets for WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. This will be our first. What are some suggestions? <laughs> what are some suggestions? Mrs. Mrs. Stem Cell. <laughs> what are some suggestions or tips you might have for someone going to their first mania? Uh, yeah. As you go into WrestleMania, this is not just Dr. Fed talking. It's quite cheap and a worthwhile thing now. They've sort of combined access to the mega store. Yes. And you pay like $5 or something. You're not paying $5 to go into a shop. You're paying five dollars to look at this like WrestleMania Hall of Fame stuff. There's like props from every WrestleMania. Mm. Like, um, the, of course, the one that sprung to mind is uh, Jeff Jarrett's cowboy hat from WrestleMania 11. But I'm talking that's how deep it goes. If you're like a, if you're a Fed fan, like there's something from every WrestleMania. There was like the one in Dallas with like the Undertaker dead ass coffin, where you could pay like another five dollars to see like loads of Undertaker mm. really touch thing. But they'll theme it around that. It's a really, really good time and not just a shop. And the merch at this point is really good. Yeah. They've got like loads of historical stuff. They'll have like stuff for the people going to the Hall of Fame. They put a ring in the middle of it. And at any given time, there's just like some wrestler that's got nothing else to do that weekend, <laughs> cutting promos or whatever. So it's a nice time. Whereas once upon a time, access would have been like $50 and probably not worth it. Uh, I'm excited. I've not really ever done WrestleMania weekend indie shows. And I'm very excited to go to like my first blood sport. And this year of all years, if Mr. and Mrs. OG stem cell, you have any ECW nostalgia, I'm going to the ECW arena to watch Shh. Shane Douglas, <laughs> Dick, Dick Flair, Flair. <laughs> and Super Crazy Fight to Jerry in the ECW arena. Great. If that's your thing, like that's I'm currently as excited for that as anything happened on the WrestleMania cards because of all the history. Sweet, sweet 1999. Yeah. ECW nostalgia that exists. What was your first mate? I know you went 30. to 30. Was it 30? Okay. 30. I've done 30. 35. And 35. Yeah. One um, was considerably better than the other. My advice... 30, 35, 40. So you're doing it in every five years? Yeah. 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 Well, lucky there won't be a 45. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, my advice, considering I'm of a pessimistic 
uh, disposition. I was especially 35 with it being open-air stadium, and that's the norm these days, right? It took us a while to reconcile just how loud and hollow that ring sounds because obviously the mic had heavily so that Mr. and Mrs. Bob in the back row can still hear it. It's a very loud ring. It's like, oh, it sounds weird, that. Mm. I don't like the way the ring was mic'd. And uh, you do spend a lot of time squinting. <laughs> oh, these seats rubbish. Just get into it without thinking that, you know, you're going to get a great seat. And the, the ring sounds a bit funny, so just if you can just reconcile that before you go. On that point, if you find that WWE's lighting is so bright that you can't see the ring, email them a complaint about it and you'll get free tickets to more Fed shows. That's what I did. So yeah. it wasn't even that blind. I went for a piss. It was Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. I just read that it was bad. I was fine. My wife was like, they're a bit bright. He's admitted to fraud. Uh, I, I'd say three things. <laughs> two, two, two directly mania-related ones a fraud alongside it. I get there earlier than you anticipate, A, because it just takes a longer time to get, because mm-hmm. 8,000 people or whatever it is trying to get to their seats. And you want to get in for the kickoff. Yeah, soak up the atmosphere and, and you know, just it's, it's just a, an amazing thing to walk out to. You just see that amount of people. If you're doing on a budget, eat before you go. Yeah. I would also extortionately priced, mediocre at best stadium fare. I would also say, and a lot of... What I had a good time at 30, I really did. At 35, we had a good time. I for four... four 24 minutes of Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. And the it, was really, it was really cold and it was too long. This is what I was about to say. So a lot of people um, from what culture realize this fact. Dress for the end of WrestleMania. Yes. Especially in the Northeast. Because we went to the Bullet Club block party beforehand. Quite a lot of people from what culture got horrifically sunburnt at that. <laughs> I just stayed in the shade the whole time, as I always do. And um, but then Speaking of vampire, you're Matt Hardy. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of people obviously shorts and t- you go in there, it's a lovely sunny day, shorts, T-shirt. And he went to WrestleMania, great. And then, uh, granted, that's it's slightly different for 35 because he went on for 12 hours or whatever. There were people freezing at MetLife by the end of that show. Same, arguably, you know, LA, it's as nice as the weather is there. Problem was, just, one of them was Becky Lynch. <laughs> but the thing is, I just say, yeah, just... Am, am I right, Sitch? Yeah, you're oh, correct. You're, you're correct, yeah. <laughs> so just, just, Disaster. Take yourself a jumper. That's my second piece of advice. And my third one... It's good advice. Yeah, it is. Is, is just to really... Just get, enjoy yourself. It's just to get, well, to get you in the mood for the week of WrestleMania... Wale Mania, Thursday night. It's a must. And it's there's so a, much fun. There's, there's another must at WrestleMania weekend. Oh, good point. You don't take them to Wale Mania. Don't <laughs> go buy tickets. No, do buy tickets for Wale Mania. But also, this Friday, tickets go on sale for what culture's live show that is going to be going down on the Sunday of WrestleMania with plenty of time. Still to get over to the night two of WrestleMania. Um, there was a QR code. There'll be links everywhere. You'll be seeing shared over the next few days. Tickets go on sale on Friday. Um, this is the biggest live show we've ever done. We played Stand Up New York, of course, five so years ago. So we're all in. It's pretty ambitious. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. A, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, tickets will go on sale on Friday for that. So, uh, hey, say so you've got tickets to WrestleMania. I've got tickets to an even bigger show. What culture live? It's fair to say it's the most perfect time to have a live show because you can talk about some Fed that happened yesterday. Oh. You can talk about some Fed still to come. Mm, I'd say that's yeah. the Fed conversational sweet spot. And we're right in the middle of it. Alan's Alfield. Any and all AEW questions? The live show. Can't imagine. No, no, honestly, in Res- when WrestleMania happens, I do get it's like the Christmas thing. Yeah. Like when WrestleMania, even in my post jaded years, I mean, I'm you're not even jaded. On Cardiff. You're like, yeah, it's uh, great when the Fed comes to town. Yeah. It was like a circus. <laughs> it was like every, a wrestling circus as a even town. even at home. In my, I'm, I, I would describe my relationship with the Fed as post jaded. I'm not even <laughs> jaded anymore. Post like I'm jaded. new level of it. And like WrestleMania night one last year, I was like, oh my god, they haven't this got is the, amazing. Haven't got the balance right yet, have they? I think no. it's safe to say that night two gets a little bit sad compared to <laughs> yes. the, absolute, <laughs> the absolute party of night one. Oh, where uh, like, oh, could wrestling not get any better? I don't think it could. Yeah, night two, no, it definitely couldn't. Like, <laughs> I, I become. Doctor Fed, Junior <laughs> Doctor Fed, <laughs> during WrestleMania. So I'll be in a, I'll be in a great mood. Professor Fed, <laughs> Professor Fed, yes, I'll be in a great mood. I will. Uh, Cosmic uh, Joe, unless it's rubbish. <laughs> Cosmic Joe Chronicle says who should win the Under the Giant Battle Royal at WrestleMania this year? They normally it's do on, on Smackdown. Smackdown. Yeah, yeah, it's been on that WrestleMania Smackdown, isn't it? I'll go with Bronson Reed. Ivar, Ivar's better. Ivar as well. Like 
I don't know what the um, injury situation is with Eric, but if they're doing tag showcases and things of that nature, I'd be putting the Viking Raiders in that. Bronson Reed feels like he's somebody that Triple H likes but doesn't love, and I would say that's the same with the fans. But, like, did the Andre... It did happen last year, didn't it? Yes. Smackers? It happened Smackers. on Smackers. I could not tell you for the life of me who won it. It's not uh, Bobby Lashley. It was. It yes. Was Bobby Lashley because he came out just to stand there and smile and wave at WrestleMania to say, oh, I won the Andre. Yeah. Yeah. Meaningless. Um, and as a result, that's so why. Much of the Fed is. That's why I'm going to give it to our truth. Do you hate it? I don't, I, don't, I don't like this. You've said this a couple of times. And I don't, right now, I'm so high on our truth. I feel like that's a demotion. Yeah. He's going to come out at WrestleMania, don't worry. And he'll say, thanks very much. I'm so happy to win the Andrew the Giant. At SummerSlam? <laughs> I'm our truth. Honestly, man, like, uh, like, I'll take my pelters for liking this our truth thing. I'm going to be proven right as usual, but like, it's, it's a bit silly. But honestly, I was watching the 2016 Royal Rumble to remind myself of details I might have forgotten. And it is literally that... Rumble where R-Truth, and it's a funny bit. He climbs a ladder, goes like that. There's no briefcase, it's just the rumble, right? Gets a huge bab. Yeah. And put that, I was like, that's 2016. <laughs> Eight years. Eight years. Ago. Eight years Eight since years. the lockbox, man. Yeah. That's it. Bloody hell. Eight years since Shane the Draw McMahon. Oh, Double-figure ticket sales. Oh, my other tip as well for OG Stem Cell is obviously get tickets to NXT Stand and Deliver. It'll be the yeah. best show of the weekend. Uh, Justin Julio. Thank you, Justin. Uh, for your question, says, uh, Hello, Legends. I am curious based on your SmackDown Bino digression. We never got... Oh, it's been... We never got Bino in the States. Uh, but we did get 2,000... <laughs> <laughs> so what, now what he would sound... What they would sound like. Hey, how does Justin pull you? Uh, I'm curious based on your SmackDown Bino digression. We never got the old Bino in the States, but we did get 2,000 AD. Is 2000 AD goaded? I don't know of 2000 AD. I don't know about any comic book or graphic novel, sorry. Yeah. Just in case it's Ooh. that. I tell you what I used to read. The Street Fighter graphic novels back in the day of the 90s. Blanca. I was, I was, obs- Blanca. I was obsessed with Street Fighter. Thought it was the tits. Yeah. That, I can't remember anything about it. I like I'm not, yeah. uh, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Yeah. Is that so Judge Dredd 2018? Feels adjacent to it. Tell you what, you could help with this. What culture comics? Yes. Don't know if they're still doing stuff, but you know, it's the channels. Okay, I mean, I mean, somewhere. they're all in that nerd stuff. They're probably like, they're no more than we would. Like, I'm sure it was. I've heard of 2000 AD. Of all you and your guy for this sort of thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there have been millions of others. You would see them in your local library, all the different graphic novels, and 2080 is one of the few I remember. So, uh, Drew C. Apart from the occasional, like, Batman and Spider Man, where I like, even read bits in. If I'm Spider Man, I'm going to swear. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Drew C., thank you for your donation. Says, uh, good morning. Morning, Drew. Uh, selfish question. I'm going to Dynamite in a few weeks in Phoenix, Arizona at the uh, Footprint Center. What What would the dirty name for that be? Uh, Footprint Center. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of... I made my work for myself there. Uh, what kind of quality should I hype myself up for in the main event? Last year was Evil Uno versus Mock. Eight one million people watch that. In excess of one million people watch that. That's the thing about Dynamite, right? This is so weird. In summer 2021, I was like, trans, like, teleport me there. Teleport me there. I would pay ungodly sums of money to just be teleported. Not the f- long haul flight and stuff. I'd probably talk myself out of it. What I'm saying is, like, if I was <laughs> dream scenario, Max. Just coming along the flight. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know, I know. I know. Uh, you can fly. It's I a dream, you can fly. I forget how much I hate flights, especially to the USA, when, until I'm on them. They suck. Anyway. No, but I mean in your dream. You've, like, you've put the... Oh, I know, I know. But it's your, all in the fantasy. Just grow wings and I've fly. The, I have the Bart Simpson one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see where that is. Fantasies are weird and rubbish. Um, is it like the Jim and Dwight in the office? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Welcome to the hotel hell, where I was like, I'm the... Vice President, just, like, just be clear. Yeah, yeah. in your dream, you're in hell. <laughs> yes, and you're managing a hotel but not running it. Yes, correct. That's the thing. <laughs> if I'm in 2021, I was there. I'm like, I'm like Doctor Fed with WrestleMania. I was counting down the days. I get to see Dynamite, Dynamite, Dynamite. I don't even care if it's not the strongest lineup because sometimes it's even better. Just elevated mm. by how red hot everything is and feels. Now, if I'm like, if they do a show and it's a bit of a pain to get to. I am wondering whether I'll buy that ticket. 
because it's such a crapshoot of what you're going to get. The good news, Drew, is that I don't think they can piss around anymore. No. Like, I think there's been a slow shift into at least one match on Dynamite has to be pretty damn great because the numbers are more volatile. They're really Public, stacked this week, show. Aren't they? This week's is pretty stacked. There's like a great, like, there's obviously a really enticing title match on there. Three three title matches? I think so, but like, you, you've got Third this big, you've got this big, huge thing about title matches. Who cares? The belts mean nothing. Yeah, but TNT, yeah, TNT, ROH trios, and obviously world title. ROH trios, kiss my ears. What I'm getting at, Drew, is that I would get yeah. excited, and I'm cynical, as you know, but I'll probably get excited now. I think the days of the Matt Reigns special, sorry, Matt, <laughs> of like the Baltimore, got the, the, you went to a show in 2022, it was bookended by Bobby Fish versus Jeff Hardy in a dimension, I would say, two and a quarter stars, <laughs> man. Balty less, I'd say. Balty less, and then it was uh, Mercedes Martinez and Deanna Parazzo. Oh, those poor bastards. It, it, it's hung out so to dry. Hung out to dry. Uh, so, but I think you, you don't, you're not getting a dynamite that bad or that mid on paper anymore. I don't think you can piss about. You'll get one match which will kick ass. Especially with Joe as world champion, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoenix is a pretty big market in America historically as well. I like... This would probably just be my personal approach to attending wrestling anyway, but especially with the how AEW is. Don't at the stick moment. around for our week. Oh Christ, no! Go and Not get worth some, it. Go and get some food. Like it's find, and it should be easy. Even even with this version of AEW, find like between five and ten acts you earnestly can't wait to see live. Whether that's because you want to see them wrestle, if you haven't before, whether that's because I think you it might be shit out of luck on Dynamite because <laughs> <laughs> like like entrances, whatever it is about them as a. TV character, get so excited. Get, come out, can you make it tonight? I don't know. This is <laughs> it, right? So we're in Vegas, and um, I forget what it was, but there was just a split second where it was one of like the Ring of Honor matches where I thought somebody was teasing Kenny Omega coming out, and it wasn't. And I, it was like only a second to think, and the music hit, and I was like, oh, it wasn't Kenny. I think it was like somebody had teased a former IWGP champion, I think. Anyway, like, oh, it's Kenny, because he didn't work Dynamite, mm. maybe he's just doing something dark for the live crowd. No, he just wasn't there at all. Like, there is that big roster image that they show you when they sell the tickets, you're going to get the majority of them. Like, get excited for a 10, and then if you get five, you'd be like, oh, this was a great result. Didn't get Press so Press Didn't get so-and-so, but I got so-and-so. You know, that, like, so if, if Daly's Place Dynamite, for example, there was no Mox, there was no Danielson, if those are you guys. Oh, there's no Jericho in the ring. <laughs> but you got you got Hangman and Swerve out there. You know, you got, like, Hangman and Claudio having that kind of match, which, again, like, as you say, like, now... AW feels like it sort of is obliged, and it sort of is, to promote at least one of that standard a week. I should. Yeah. So if you've got the roster for it. Yeah, you ramp yourself up for like at least ten of those things. You'll see at least five. And you'll have a great night with it. Uh next question comes from uh Sashin. Thank you for your question. What are the difference between tri- Triple H's weekly TV now and in NXT? Not a thing. Does Sidge enjoy WWE weekly TV now? Um and what does he, Triple H that is, bring to the table that Vince didn't? He uh, Dealers in reverse, I suppose. He brings like logic and common sense and a marginally better, but there's room for improvement. I'm going to check it at those things. Logic, common sense, and right now, but this isn't perfect because it's WWE, a marginally better value system. And I say marginally because leaps and bounds in terms of how we, like the amount of baby faces that he's gone over that Vince never could, but there are still baby faces on this show that act like complete arseholes that are still very disliked. Johnny Gargano? Yeah, Johnny Gargano. Um, Katana, Chance, and Caden Carter just spring to mind, but he will continue to do this. Uh, he has liberally stolen from some of the things that made AEW great in terms of how to tell longer-term stories. You know, mm-hmm. there's, remember, like, and th- by the way, this is me speaking like as pro WWE, very pro WWE right now in terms of the product. How much grief did AEW used to get from losers about oh, too many stables? I just can't keep yeah. up. That's one of the things, like one of the first things Triple H has stolen because he's not daft and he knows that you can drive so many storylines forward with groups. You, they get no grief. He doesn't get grief for that online. I can't keep up with all these bloody stables. There's just as many as there ever was yeah. in AEW. Um, I just think that, like, it's. I personally, although I understand, like, Sid has always made the point, you know, like, Triple H learned everything from Vince. So there's all these little Vince things that are going to come out. I said this about Kevin Dunn as well. Yeah. The production company that operated under Kevin Dunn is going to produce like Kevin Dunn did. Um, but I feel, I still maintain that like Triple H might have seen what Vince was doing, but saw so much of what was wrong. And that was why the shows have been 
so much more coherent mm. than they were. Like, we're not even exaggerating, than they were for 20 years. Mm. 20 years of incoherence that only got worse and worse and worse and worse. That was, I feel like that was almost immediately undone by Triple H. That was, regardless of how excited or not you were, that coherence was there as early as sort of August, September 2022. Uh, Do I still like it? Does Sid enjoy WWE Weekly TV now? Does it enjoy the word? No. I don't think endures sometimes. It's weird, right? The analogy that I can best think of for this is like, it's like supporting a team. I'll try not to just limit it to football. It's like supporting a team. If I am doing the football analogy, managed by Sean Dyche. It's not the most Sean Dyche. got a pair of titties. 65-year-old woman, how you doing? No, it's effective without being entertaining or exhilarating to me a lot of the time. You'll get results. Maybe, like, I don't know, if you follow the NFL or, like, the NBA, like a really defensive-minded team who are just drilled, drilled, drilled into doing the fundamentals, the fundamentals, the fundamentals. It's the fundamentals of star promotion. I don't necessarily think the stories are the best. I don't think necessarily the TV is this intoxicating event with loads of flair, incredible twists or just... Oh, I didn't think of it that way. Oh, he's going to wrestle them. It just It's not how he does his, uh, his television. It just isn't. But if you do the effective things, the tried and trues, the basics, like, there's so little margin for error. He's not ambitious in the least as a storyteller or as a booker. He's got no flair. And then at the end of the day, you will get the Royal Rumble. And I've used the Royal Rumble as the example here because I think this could be really, really, really good this year. And you're going to get a star come out and they're going to get a massive pop. And the next person to come out is going to get a massive pop. And then you're going to get another person coming out to a reaction, a massive pop. And it's like, it must work for mm. A, for it to be in such a resurgence, even though I do think they had a Hades low bar to clear from yes. Vince McMahon's creative and that's helped enormously. And it annoys me that coherent is like, you know, a synonym for great. Nonetheless, he's very effective in a dry, Sean Dyche, defensive coach sort of way. And I don't enjoy it, but then I'll watch a certain... Like, necessarily, I'm not like, oh, God, I cannot wait. I'm not watching it going, oh, so great this is. And yet, I'll watch WrestleMania, and yeah. I'll watch, like, um, a PLE half the time and think, bloody hell, these stars are over, and I can't help but get swept up in it. To extend your analogy a little bit, then, rather than Sean Dyche... I know we're keeping it very football, and I don't mean it to, but, like, would that not be more Jose Mourinho's Chelsea? Because, like, the results, Dyche will keep a team up. WWE's not being kept afloat. You just said it yourself. Star after star after star after star. Like, endless fantasy booking. It's really fun to do if you're locked into the product. And enormous victories from, a like, a commercial and creative point of view. Like, Chelsea won the league. Like, Coherent ultimately led them to the promised land. Like, WWE is in the promised land. By every metric, it's in the promised land. Like, I would argue that, like, that coherent week-to-week might be tougher to trudge through mm. if it's not your style. And you said it every, yeah, every week. It would just never every be tailored week. to your taste. But a rumble with star after star after star, a WrestleMania card that so much of it we've already seen, but it's almost exciting to speculate on what, make, what might make the cut instead of something else. Like, the coherence bears fruit. Like, on all the big stages, the big shows, the big... When there are twists and turns, and they are infrequent, it's not just... Like Sean Dyke, it's not just getting it over the line and doing just enough. It's doing points so deduction mid table. That's a twist. Sean Dyke can do a twist. I'm happy with my original <laughs> uh, analogy, mate. I like yours better because I think Triple H is the special one. So. Moving on uh, to the next question. Winning the, but that winning the Premier League is the, the top of your profession. WWE's at the top of his I'm just saying a boring tactician <laughs> who gets results. But, but like the results are... You don't have to stand up for WWE I wish to. to debunk my analogy about Sean Dice to do a better one. I'm suggesting... I'm not, I don't agree. I'm disagree. I'm countering by saying... Does it matter? It's so pedantic, this. God, how would it feel? Like, the, I think the results are so much greater than your... Sean Dice. They, they, did you see the job he did with Burnley? It's not winning the league, though, is it? It's not like... It's not with Burnley, league. ever financially, I cannot believe it's not holding you've the got to be in your bonnet about the Sean Dyche analogy. I, I, you can keep it out. I'm just saying, like, WWE's goaded right now. Like... And I know you think it's goaded. You yeah. say this every other <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I'd Like, I can't see how you can't... Like, you, with your business head on, can't view WWE... The current version of WWE is winning the Premier League. 
in a, in a foot like to apply a football content. I don't get because I'm not, not thinking here. about the specifics of the analogy. <laughs> I'm not trying to marry it on every single conceivable level. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not. You're you've lost the plot, mate. <laughs> I just, I just, I thought where you were going with that when you mentioned football. I thought, well, like it's the best it's ever been. Like, I, I, I just assumed you were aiming higher than like a mid-table finish. The best I thought, it's ever I been. I thought that's where you were teeing up. You know, like I thought. Well, yeah, by like by in terms of like audiences, box office, uh, how much like it's creative and it's like the fan base, Royal United, all the stuff we talk about all the time. I thought you were just aiming higher with your analogy than no. mid-table. Like no. a star after star after star comes out of the rumble, mid-table. That, that's where it's sort of, I want to like, yeah, you wrong footed me a little bit. That's like, okay. <laughs> I, I can see it. I, is you hurting? AW will be good again as well. One I don't day. care <laughs> about anything. I want to write a novel. <laughs> this, this is what we talked about over the desk. We're not talking about it. the next now. question from a, a, a YouTube viewer, subscriber. Is is he going to ask us WWE goated right now? And Hamford's <laughs> then going to say yes. I'll cover that off. <laughs> A lot of people are having a lot of fun with this show, Sitch. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mad Mike gives us our next question. Uh, shout out, Mike. Uh, watching whilst doing some reports at work. Good work. Um, can you see the fans booing if it's Rock versus Roman at Mania rather than Cody versus Roman as it feels much like a Vince thing to do? No, but I think this is one of the first times in a long time that you would... It's not going to be a 2015 protest ever, I don't think. I'm not sure we're ever getting that back. I think AEW just lifted those fans away. We talked about that when AEW... Two versus Pele. <laughs> Matt Rains has said AW is Klopp, by the Happy. way. <laughs> he has got a sack, yeah. Uh, no, but I think this is the closest you're going to get. What I was going to say, this is the closest you're going to get to a protest. I don't yes. think it'll be loud boos. I don't think it'll be... I don't think people even mind. It's The Rock. Yeah. it's. I'll put this to you. Like something like that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a very different. I'm, I'm a unique guy though because I've never seen The Rock live, and I just would love that regardless. If he says his name on fire for all I care. I think a load of people would think that. I think he's still a draw. Like, look at that. Ra- look at you that. Think he course he Look is. at that quarter hour verse. Yeah. There are spikes, and then there are the rocks. I'm <laughs> observing Hulk like, Hogan in 1987. Yep, think he's still a draw. <laughs> I think he can give. Like, he's still the drop everything wrestler. There's going to be loads of people that are buzzing to see The Rock. <laughs> not yeah, not Nicholas. But, I do think, yeah, like it's a, it's, it's the problem. It's the problem you want as a booker. It is a problem you want, but it's, it's not just as straightforward as, oh yeah, we'll put the rock in and it'll be fine. I think there will be. There's a people that are deeply invested, as they should be. WWE have asked you to be invested for two years in Cody finishing the story. That's the point of wrestling storytelling is to is to really care about the story they're telling and get the big payoff on the night. And this won't be that. If the Rock gets the title shot or wins about or like fights Roman or whatever, it won't be that. Mm. And 
I don't know. It's just you're never getting 2015 reactions back. I don't think. And that's nothing to do with WWE being good. No, you just, just never getting them. No, there's obviously there was something to do with them being good. They've incredibly energized and engaged their base, turned babyface to their base, which is an impressive number defying cable trends. It's it's is them being good, therefore successful. Um, was it not like was it not in 2015? Like fans were still. Oh, I, I, what I want is WWE to be like Daniel Bryan is a great example. Yeah. He has shown you that it can be this, and you're still not. And you're still not. And like 2013 was the one for me where I was like, are you taking the piss? Oh, yeah, those days like existed. Then. Yes, I lived through They're them. They're not coming back. So it won't That's be what a, I'm saying. It won't be a protest. Eventually, I don't think. eventually. Oh, they'll, they'll all age to becoming... There'll come a point where like those, like the fans now will have had 10 years or whatever and be like, why aren't you pushing this guy that reflected WWE in 2023 or something? Mm. I think we're all like years and years away from those kind of protests. But it'll be... A, I think it'll be a weirder energy than WWE need if the Rock's yeah. are. It's an interesting question on when you think about it in terms of the question itself and the broader implications mm. of what could happen. One, I don't think so. It's the Rock's the Rock. It'll more of a test than Sami Zayn. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, because Sami Zayn had that proper support amongst the base, whereas the Rock, it's more what he represents more than him. But again, I don't think the complexion of the modern WWE crowd. Has got it in them or wants to. They love this. They are. Um, they're absolutely. Look at him. It's, it's, it's look fun. at him. I bought. I bought. Nicholas, that? that was your cute to put the camera on. I do. Amphlet. Look at him. Oh, look at him. But, but if be happy, fed boy. But if Cody can't finish the story, <laughs> I'll, I'll be sad. You I will. will. I'll be sad if Cody can't finish. How the story. How much would you lose faith? It, it's it's only because it's the Rock. There is not another wrestler. Not a Steve Austin, not a Hogan, not on anybody. It's uh, like, and I don't mean that because of physical limitations. I mean it in terms of star power. So you think, I, I do think if they were to do it, it would be a one-off. It wouldn't be this crushing Vince McMahon no, having no. this resentment about anyone who wasn't like, you know, completely muscled up. It's not the Triple H Undertaker. Ain't nobody in the locker room dead, man. It's not that at all. No, yeah. and it's not Vince going, well, I've got no patience for this. And yeah. you're not as big as him. Because Triple H likes Johnny Gargano for Christ's sake. <laughs> it's a lot different now. It would be a one-off. It would be a... But I think a lot of it would just basically be a lot of lapsed WWE fans on social media having fun, burying the Fed. Yeah. But I don't think it'd be a large scale disaster or anything like that. I'd be I'd sad though, and I think I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. I like the it's I laid this out on another podcast where it was just like finishing the story or whatever you want to call it. Like WrestleMania forty should be Cody Rhodes defeating Roman Reigns for the belt in the main event. Should be all of those things. Yes. Anything else, triple threats, any sort of, uh, he fights so-and-so on night one, so-and-so on night two. It's all a compromise. There's the one absolutely right yeah. way to tell the story, and then there's everything else. Uh, it does make us wonder, like, what does Triple H have to do at this point? And he's quite early into this run, and every booker has, has a life cycle mm -hmm. and, a, you know, an expiry date on there. He's so... <laughs> he's a bit like Jose Mourinho. He's so basic... <laughs> And he just does basics, basics, basics. He doesn't have this new idea, this zeitgeist-grabbing thing that, can, like Vince Russo, even Tony Khan, like to a hardcore fan, zeitgeist, of there are lots of disenchanted WWE mm -hmm. fans who want all of these things, give them all in, mm. and more. Vince Russo had a zeitgeisty thing. Vince McMahon once had the Reagan 80s zeitgeisty thing. Triple H is not that. It's not doing anything new or vital or incredibly fresh or state-of-the-art. He's a pretty basics-forward storyteller. Like a Cody and Brock. Mm. Week to, would you ever go back and watch every promo and brawl and pull apart? Was it this great, captivating, epic tale? No, but it was good and it was effective. That's Triple H in a nutshell for me. What would it take? This is a broader question for what would the f it take Triple H for the fans to turn on? A very indulgent towards the end of NXT, but I don't think you can do that anymore. You can't afford to do it. No. I think it's one of those, you just like, it's always that like learn from history thing. I think that ultimately he'll fall short of that booker's momentum. I don't know if it's going to be this year. I think like a lot does actually hang on WrestleMania. I, I, it'll, it'll be fine um, with Sid on that. I think The Rock is like an X factor really compared to a lot of other people. But I don't know by the end of 2024, if there's not the feeling about the rumble like there was for this year. I think year. it'll be post Mania 41. Maybe like it's it's really, it to there and then yeah it's it's I just think all the things that ultimately always fell bookers 
will happen to Triple H in that, like, everything will become... He's so disciplined with it. This doesn't feel like a bloke who's just going to panic and go, oh, introduce a new title, yeah. or sign them, them, and them, or them. He's a patient, disciplined bloke. We have a first time... Like, I don't know how much this particularly extends his lifespan, as, like, WWE... And they don't creative. think it's dull. No, and the NXT... Seals. The NXT <laughs> synergy is interesting because we've not really had that either. Like, Triple H in his mind, in, like, the perfect world of golden era NXT, he would have just imagined, right, and up they go to Raw, and then you do it all over again. And you, I, this, I've just given you this mini golden era NXT, now here you go, and it never happens because Vince hates what his son-in-law is creating for him. I don't know, maybe that... When, we've not seen this yet, have we? We've not seen, like, a mass amount of NXT Shawn Michaels era call-ups go yeah. up and change what Raw and SmackDown look like, and maybe then Triple H gets a second bite with this new raft of wrestlers, possibly. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, I, ju- I just see it coming to an end naturally, as it did in NXT, because he's a yeah, he's a proper booker. If nothing, he has a style, and he follows it, and people get bored of bookers' styles. And I think that'll be how it, it'll all be quite unremarkable. And I'm interested in how, like, now things are different with TKO. It's like, you don't do your job as effectively as you used to. It's not a Vince McMahon, it's my way or the highway. Yeah. It's, Sorry, mate, the numbers don't spot you anymore. We're going to bring somebody else mm. in. Uh, lots of questions to get through. Uh, 20 minutes left, so I'll try and run through them as fast as I can. Just quickly, Matt Rain says, AW is Klopp. It's best exciting and breathtaking, but can often lose focus. No bias, obviously, says Matt. Uh, also, shout out to Eric Vazquez, who's enjoying our... But lo- AW's likeable. <laughs> <laughs> Eric- Sorry, uh, I love you, Matt Reigns, but I hate Jürgen Klopp with a passion. Kind of an asshole. Yeah, I hate him so much. I don't like the fact he got rid of the glasses. I think it really wound me up, that did. That was, he lost it for me at that point. Eric Vasquez. Wow. <laughs> Eric Vasquez also says about our, you know, shared love of WWE. These are fed, fed, and feddy. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, that, Eric. Uh, right, actually, before we move on from Cody, Mania, etc., uh, Brandon Bethune says, nightmare scenario, but indulge me. Alternative Mania opponents for Cody if the Roman match isn't happening. It's a tweet, Omar. Can can he go to the <laughs> can Cody get Omos off his feet? That's the worry. Is that they have done, uh, they've done a, like a serviceable job, I would say, of keeping Cody busy this year. He's so great that I think he's elevated some mid material to be better than what it would have been in the wrong hands, like the Nakamura program being the perfect example. It's pretty mid, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't know, and I just think that's because everybody- Stone Cold. I'm trying to think of the biggest... John culture. Cena. John Cena. Yeah. John Cena, like, it's a passing of the torch in the same way that... He's like, lost too much now, though. Well, possibly. Aye. And this I is suppose a, it's mania. Every, everything's a plan B. Everything will feel like a plan B, and there's not a single wrestler that can make it feel any different. I, is there even an AW shock? Oh, my God, we've signed him, and MJF now... MJF is, is about it. Is, is about it, right? Uh, and it's like, we're getting this at WrestleMania. That's... Weird. That's just cost Cody like, the chamber. The, there's no match. Yeah. In, there's no match in wrestling. I want more than Punk and Cody. It's not for this WrestleMania right now, is it? It's, it doesn't feel the Randy right time for it. Legacies. So. I've read that and it disgusts me. It makes me sick to my stomach. Um, I suppose if you're WWE, you want the biggest match, the biggest consolation prize. They don't seem to have a plan for Randy Orton. He just got fit at a certain time, and they brought him back. And then the plan that they did have for him was apparently they realised that's too soon to do that against Roman at the Rumble. So it doesn't seem like he's got a big mania direction. Gunther? Yeah. It's 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 a big match. The guy to dethrone Gunther finally. Not to finish he kind of finished the story with the Intercontinental yeah. title. Yeah, I mean, he can't. I do, I'm impressed by Cody's absolute refusal to drop that line. Uh, Aaron, like he's trying to will it into existence. It's great, isn't it? Like, it's great. <laughs> Aaron I've Sheck. got loads of fans here who have given free tickets. They want to see me finish the story, Paul. Did you see as well? He's Why wouldn't be... I finish the story, Paul? Why wouldn't I finish the story? He just those weird things where it's like, ah, oh, like, can like, can you sign it? Like the awesome thing you did for the wrestling class where you yeah. off to WrestleMania. You see that somebody held up a sign saying, will you be my best man, Cody? And Cody being bloody Cody, he's only going to do it. Right? <laughs> he's gonna be, he wants that right, belt. Listen to this, right? So he's going to be that complete stranger's best man. Like the loveliest thing, da, da, da. a number of people made this joke. I, like, I'm sorry that I'm not putting over the very first one, but there's uh, like, he's going to be this guy's best man. He's going to turn up at the wedding the whole day. His speeches, the lot. You've never met the guy. Bit of fun. Somebody, whoever it was, always the groomsman, never the groom. Oh boy! Like, uh, I thought you were going to say, "Oh, sorry, we uh, we took that sign for quite a few wrestlers." And uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson said he'll do it. It's got like a tearaway thing, just depending on which wrestler comes out. 
Uh, speaking of Gunther, Aaron Shackelford said, does it make sense to keep Gunther as IC champ for maybe even another year because of the crowded field in the main event picture overall? Maybe that person beats him in 20... Maybe the person that beats him in 2025 would feel massive. I have no problem with this title reign continuing. Gunther... Like, Gunther and Gable is this lovely match to manifest, but I don't necessarily think WWE have been telling us that's happening at WrestleMania. So unless they give you a massive clue in the Rumble, like Gable eliminates him from the Rumble, and it's like they are still with that. And there's a yeah. really nice fairy tale ending for Chad Gable. Title, there shouldn't be any rules about long and short title reigns. Sometimes long ones feel like the right way to go because the wrestlers are over. Sometimes you want to just abandon one because you realize you've gone in all in on a champion and it's maybe they were better on the chase than whatever. Gunther's title reign will feel right to end when it feels right and it doesn't yet, I don't think. Here's a question. We know that Triple H is incredibly patient and disciplined and boring sometimes. Has he almost consciously either left Gunther off PLEs or had him work weirdly short matches at like SummerSlam and Money in the Bank or left him off them outright you know, in 10 minutes against The Miz. Mm. Is this all in service of you are going to get 25-minute matches of Gunther's as World Heavyweight title next year and we don't want to blow our beans? Mm. with big, long Gunther matches. It just feels more conspicuous than it should have. Mm. So maybe I think he's going to be a heavy presence in the World Heavyweight title picture in 2024 with the idea being that, I mean, I personally find it impossible to get bored of long Gunther matches. He's one of the very few who can justify going long every single time, um, which I expect him to do a lot next year. I feel like those two things are related. Uh, sticking with this, actually, because I've just seen another question. Uh, Andy says, WWE have made so many interesting characters, such as Sammy, Cody, Drew, and Jay, and yet they haven't changed. They're pushing them all aside for Punk and Rock. I disagree to a certain extent there, because Punk, you have to kind of strike, strike now. You don't have to do anything. It's That's a, the thing. You didn't have to sign him. It's a ball I'm glad that he did for that. It's a balance. Like, you do want the selection headache we talk about there. You know, it, I... I was critical last week of, it was, he said Jey Uso specifically there. I found it weird that he didn't, on that Raw, where so many big-name wrestlers were coming out and saying, right, it's Rumble season, I want to win the Rumble and go to WrestleMania, where he was like, I want to win a singles title. That was telling for me that they, of all the weeks, chose to not have Jey Lethal, uh, Jay Lethal, Jey Uso outright say, I want to win the Rumble yeah. and win the top title, even if we know Jimmy's going to screw him out of it or whatever it is. Um, it's the problem you want. I... I get it when people feel aggrieved that maybe their favorite wrestler has been sidelined because it's not nice. It's not a nice feeling when you're with somebody more than the company is. But this is the version of wrestling you should aspire to watch, I think, having eight stars, eight credible people that could challenge your Roman Reigns or your Gunther than having one and you going all the way with them because then that all or nothing feeling can be quite depressing when they don't get it done. Yeah. Uh, not dead yet says good morning gentlemen if Papa H calls off this Wrestlemania season with all the chaos going on thanks to The Rock do we trust him in his process going forward you sort of covered that it's a, very much a one-off this I would say it's a one-off purely because he doesn't have that same trait as Vince McMahon of he's nowhere near as erratic if anything he's just has this one idea and he will do it regardless push carry and cross I've <laughs> Gunther as a title holder for this long he's very very steadfast unwavering very much the opposite of Vince McMahon at least twilight years head has gone Vince McMahon in that respect and it feels like the only outlier like who else is he going to yes. get it, it helps this process that they're all too old and can't literally can't do it anymore <laughs> yes the Undertaker can't do it anymore Batista gets regular work in Hollywood Cena like he's not brought Cena back and he's like, uh, out of the way, you. He's just got him to said, can you put Solo over? He's a project, you know? Mm. It helps that those days have to be over and that Triple H kind of wants him to be over at the same time. I think Rock is the outlier. You just mm. kind of, ha- I think, especially to their mind, you have to do it if he wants to do it. Their process is, we can't not do it. It's the Rock. It's too big. My They've latest, got shareholders to look after. My latest cop, I tweeted this, is 41. When The Rock came back, he waited a year to wrestle yeah. John Cena, and you could do that. It's just very funny. Yeah, I know. I'm panicking. Like, the, <laughs> you, get the, you get the Raw after WrestleMania, where Rock challenges Roman, and then you've got the 12-month thing, and it doesn't matter if Roman goes away, Rock will go away. It just sits there, and it's like, it's it's the biggest match they have featuring The Rock, but it's in a year's time. It's it's probably not. It's going to be a this-year thing, but 
It's just the latest thing I'm doing to allow myself to sleep at night. WH, Jesus. WH says, after Battle in the Valley and the epic Gabe Kidd match, shout out to Gabe Kidd as always, uh, I'm mega into Eddie defending his belts globally. Dream non-AEW opponents for the Triple Crown. Ooh. Um, he's already worked quite a few mm-hmm. New Japan names. I think given the personality that Okada possesses, this aloof, it's it's got that he's... Got the, it's a similar dynamic to Eddie Claudio, where you're going up against this guy who just greatness has followed him his entire career. He's tall, he's got athletic gifts of which Eddie Kingston could only dream. And um, it might be a step down for Okada going for that title, but maybe it's a bit of a different departure because he can't be in that um, IWGP ti- heavyweight title scene forever. It's part of the reason why New Japan might be a little bit on the downside downturn because it's just it was a bit much of Okada. Uh, Eddie versus Okada for me. I believe uh, Zack Sabre Jr. would be disgusted by the very idea of Eddie Kingston and try and tie him up in knots and get drawn into uh, the fight that he does. That yeah, would be good. Nice chemistry, yeah. nice chemistry between those two. Don't know. I, I, I was struggling, if I'm being totally honest. I was trying to think of New Japan talent primarily, and I was struggling with where the dream match sits because they have... And it's great. Like Eddie Kingston had this wonderful year that was a gift to him for all that he's put in to mm-hmm. wrestling. It was like, but just at the moment, it doesn't... There's not that one match jumping off the page like there might have been when Kingston first maybe got with AEW. Whisper as well. Getting platformed. The Eddie Ishii matches, while very good, I was expecting incandescent drama, <laughs> and I don't think they ever hit their ceiling. That would have been the one had I not already seen it and went, "That was good." I, I don't know. Like, is it only because he's just arrived in New Japan? And he's got all this. Is it just interesting to look at? Is there anything in like Eddie Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler? I was about to ask that. Like, it just it, Ziggler's one of them guys, right? I didn't. Selling Hurricane. Yeah, like I didn't. He's not. I'm not going to lie and sit on a podcast and be like, I can't wait to see where he turns up because I just didn't feel it. But now he has turned up places, and the possibilities are there. And like the, I don't want him to sign for AEW, but I think I want him to wrestle on Forbidden Door, for example. I want to look at that on that one night, and like I think there's. I feel like a lot of people must think that about Dolph Ziggler because I feel sorry for him in a respect that a lot of people, it was impossible not to get bored of him in WWE that long. But like how our answers both amount to, I would have to say, the best of the Beatles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I don't think the new uh, Musketeers get us really got them on that level no. where any of them versus the best names in wrestling feels like a dream match yet. No. It's still very much in a state of transition, New Japan. Very you're not, much. You're not like it. fantasy booking shooter in a million different matches, are nah, you? Nah, not yet. Speaking of New Japan, quite a few people um, asking questions about Jack Perry's arrival. What do you make of all that? Oh, uh, f- I don't know. Uh, should they have leaned in or not? I think so. Yeah, I don't think... You, uh, that's the thing. Did they have any choice? Does, does he have to leave in? Does his name now have to be inextricably associated with CM Punk's forever? I've said this before, I'll say it again, I feel sorry for Jack Perry. It Mm. feels like he's conducted himself so professionally for the few years he's really been in the main part of the business, let's face it. And he's like the one guy who's had that sort of pressure cooker. Punk's had this pressure cooker effect on him where he's probably just bit his tongue and then just seethed and seethed and seethed and seethed silently. And then he's thought, all right, okay, we can just talk trash about our peers in buildings in front of fans now, can we? Oh, is that the rules? Oh, well, I'll follow the veteran advice and do it. <laughs> yeah. He's done this one thing. Yeah. He's done this one thing where he's blown up at the worst possible time, and now his career's kind of inextricably... Scapegoat. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. going. Scapegoat with that is. I'm glad he did it. I feel sorry for him a little bit. For me, if the whole result of all of this was going to be lean in, do it the... F- after <laughs> just do it the week after Wembley no the week after Punk gets sacked and he can come out like that alright you miss him do you why not that like, no, I just, it feels more like oh Christ he's leaning in six months later and that's all it can do is it you know what I mean I get that why yeah. just maximise it like you look like the elite in Chicago that trios match right, that right. sort of thing I don't know just capitalise on it I mean I suppose you kind of had to you had to uh, reprimand him yeah but, like, Tony Khan is the only promoter in the world history who wouldn't have just... Well, I've got a hot hand here, I'll play it. Who cares? I'm a corny. You know what I mean? He's too mm. nice for his own bloody good sometimes, Tony Khan, when he isn't there uh, hiring Ric Flair or continuing to book Chris Jericho. 
I think it, like he's unproven as a heel still as well. Like this is yeah. the, he's not good as a heel. He's the not most heat as a heel. he's ever going to have on him. So I think that's why you had to lean in because the previous version of the heel just wasn't really clicking. So it's like, oh, this might be something. Yeah, it's wrestling. You sort of have to All go right. with it. And I prefer it to just return to AEW. I, I'll buy it. Yeah, I like I'll, it. I'll buy the idea mm. for a bit, and then we'll see. It. If I saw Jack, Jack Perry come out, and I was at like an AEW TV taping, I'd be on holiday to Maine. I've always wanted to go to Maine. Right. I wouldn't go, Sheer Punk! <laughs> yeah. You were last in my consciousness when you had an altercation with CM Punk. I'd say, oh, what you got for us now, Jack? It's, yeah. it's weird. It's, you know, it's a little bit like when AJ Lee would come out, CM Punk! Yeah. And Brie Bella would come out, Daniel Bryan. Huh? You're shagging Daniel Bryan, is it? You know what I mean? It's just like, let them just do different. Let them portray a fictional character doing something else. Mm. Why does it have to be? Uh, we've got 10 minutes to go, and we've got a lot of questions to get through, so I'll try and fly through some of these. Thank you to everyone for their questions and their donations. John Carter says, hello, gents. As House of Black have lost their aura by constantly being booked to lose feuds, is it time for them to split to let Malachi Brody go for singles goals? One more time. I was too busy laughing at am I on crack. As <laughs> House of Black have lost their aura by constantly being booked to lose feuds, is it time for them to split and let Malachi Brody go for singles goals? Does he want it? Does he want it? That's a question. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this with Keith Lee and Malachi Black and Andrade, who barely wrestled as well. What's the story, guys? Are you injured? No, don't say that. That's incorrect. Okay, okay. Do you not want to do jobs? Of course not. Why aren't you working singles matches then? Mm. What's the story? Just tell us what the story is. I would rather that story got finished than Cody's, (laughs) if I'm being brutally, perfectly (laughs) honest. There is... Uh, stories will come out about AEW in two or three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stories will come out. Like small scale, political, I'm a star, I'm not doing job dramas. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. I just, what's a story? There's a story, and I'm quite frankly tired of having my insult- intelligence insulted by, I don't think Tony Khan, I think Tony Khan has shown rank incompetence throughout 2023. I don't think he's that incompetent to realize you've got talent like Malachi Black, who's absolutely incredible when he gets in that ring thing. I won't do any matches with you. You do about mm. seven or eight matches. Yeah, come on. Like, just don't piss me off. We saw the best version of the House of Black before Christmas as well, didn't we? Brody King working the C2. Yeah, yeah. These two in yeah. a tie. So the revolution with uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Julie Hart winning the belt and have them go their separate ways. Give you love. Thank you. And call it. They don't need to split up. I like they're so Bro- over. Brody King is a solo act. Like, yeah. they can just be the House of Black without ever really working as a trio. Just Brody King's. It's because it's, it's him. Yeah. I felt invested in him. Getting a singles push. I just f- feel like there was so much potential there if you just let them move silently and have them wrestle lots and lots of matches and not just one every, I don't know, let's get annoyed by all of it. Uh, OG Stemsel says, pints on me, Dad Lease. Yeah. Thank you very much. We'll see you there. <laughs> uh, just Daryl says, if SmackDown leaves Fridays, three nights of WrestleMania. What's that? SmackDown leaving Fridays? If, it, if that happens, would you do a three-night WrestleMania? I'd do three-night WrestleMania in any scenario, but like... <laughs> SmackDown calls itself SmackDown WrestleMania now anyway, doesn't it? Yes. You go there for the Hall of Fame if that's your that's your thing. Three nights is too much. Lot. That's too much. Too much for Wrestle Kingdom, wasn't Reading it? Reading and Leeds do it. Glastonbury does it. Yeah. Mm. Mr. Phoenix says, uh, when you can't please everyone, please no one. Night one, Rock versus Roman versus LA Nair with guest ref John Cena. Rock wins. Priest cashes in. Judgment day to SmackDown. Night two, Rollins versus Punk versus Cody. Obviously, Punk wins. I don't think that's a serious pitch, Mr. Phoenix. No, me neither. Being silly with briefcases. And that's all right. Um, Devin Dowling says, what happens with Tamatonga and the Never title? Like, he's... He's leaving, He's saying he's leaving New Japan. Uh, We haven't had... I'll say this, right, for for New... If he turns up in WWE, I'd absolutely love it. There was a version of Tamatonga. (laughs) As long as he's booked by Triple H. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the... Version book by Triple H that wrestled like Tamatonga about three years ago when he cried. The Wrestle Kingdom match was really good. Uh, there's, you know, we haven't had for a few years and we've had it this year is this time of year contract speculation around new wrestlers and Tamatonga's one of them. Yeah. There hasn't been, remember when that No, there is, there's loads actually. Year, there's tons this year. No, no, there's loads this year as well. That's what I mean. There oh, right. I yeah, thought you said there hasn't been. been. There hasn't right, been okay. loads in prior years, and there's tons this year. Speculation about like Bullet Club War Dogs and all sorts. Yeah. Like people are going places. I like the everyone but, leaves town match after that 10 man steel cage. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. This doesn't feel like, a, oh, what's Tamatonga going to do? It's like, what the hell's New Japan done? Like, yeah. does people not want President Tanahashi or something? Like, 
President Tanahashi's made some weird moves so far <laughs> for me. He's bad enough. He's put himself over. That was pretty funny. Put himself over, and then he's like, Matt Riddle comes out. Don't know who you are, but I'll wrestle you. And it's like, well, you probably should if you're president. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I kind of think you do, and you're just trying to get away with one Hiroshi. Yeah. But I love you so much. Shout out to Mark Nader. He says, I just think evil wins it at the next event. Thank you for that, uh, to Mark. Uh, yeah, but it's interesting because obviously, like you said, I'm going, but he's got the title. That's they the, just ca- that's the, the kind of after heat. He said it. Yeah. That's mm. consistent with the kind of heat they like to generate for evil. Yeah. Uh, final few questions then. Uh, Mark Lee Willis says, any, hey. any merch you'd like made and how much would you pay? I like that's, that. That's above my pay grade. I'd yeah. sit here and talk. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Every daft bit of bollocks we've ever come up with. Yeah. Slapped on one t-shirt. Don't feel... I love no, Mark Lee Willis, but he'll do it. He will do it. I don't make it. It's like Ron Burgundy with a teleprompter. Not you, Mark. Our bosses. Make those. Not you, Mark. Even though you would you be, see, inc- even though you, in theory, would be incredible at that job, oh, I suspect. Probably yeah. the number one on my list. I would say so, <laughs> based on prior evidence. Uh, Alfred, his, Alfred Hill says, G'day, lads. Alfred Hayes. Uh, top of the evening to you. Thoughts on a reunited Pinnacle versus Undisputed Kingdom with Carlo Riley, Eneki in the arena, all in 2024. I don't know what the, uh, the Pinnacle's dead. And one of them's in Undisputed Kingdom. Yeah, of course, yeah. I don't know what the big MJF MJF and and Sean Spears Sean Spears he's not there anymore so that would be difficult I suppose you could do three or three or you get a new version of the pinnacle if you like I don't know but that doesn't stir my loins if I'm being honest however that does lead me to ponder what is the big stable wall that's going to do your you've answered your own questions du jour anarchy in the arena blood and guts one two growing women's division them in blood and guts this year. Well, I, I know, so but like, be realistic. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry be realistic, come on. So what's the men's stable war of this year? It's Undisputed Kingdom versus somebody, probably. The beast. Then again. Goddamn C. Blackpool Combat Club, ever heard of them? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is a groan from me. I don't know. Uh, just they, they've Baby got... Baby Face Supergroup? You might, you know. Everybody's ever worn an iPad today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like that. Phil Chambers? Um, yeah, I don't know what they do for, for Anarchy in the Arena this year. I have no idea. Could just do it. Say, you've, got, could, you've got one team, but... Yeah. I... It's... Uh, they've all... That's the thing. Adam Cole could be injured beyond me. His, his ankle got shattered. Yeah. Um, they could just not this, do it. They could just not do it. Uh, the Elite have got previous with Adam Cole. Yeah. Oh, God. It's quite early for that super group, isn't it? Every time you think, it's the power back, you think, I don't want to watch anyone do a cage match. (laughs) All in, so it could be a a British team. A little Brits in there. Thoughts? Oh, God, there was two Anakin. I was thinking, like, just don't do it at double nothing, but either could do another one at Wembley, couldn't they? A stadium stampede or whatever they call Just don't do it. Like, don't make it like Hell in a Cell. Like, I understand understand how it felt that you could have an annual one at double nothing again, but you don't have to. No. We're lost, Bray. Kip Sabian, Anthony, a go-go. Pack, pack, Nigel McGuinness. There you go. Yep. What a what culture answer that is. The United yeah. Kingdom versus the Undisputed. Oh, Battle of Kingdoms. UK versus oh UK. Yeah. I kind of into it now. Final question comes from uh, Marsh Marley. Thank you for your donation and your question, Marsh. Uh, thoughts on Jimmy versus Jay? Maybe they do Jimmy and Solo versus Jay and a mystery partner, or Solo versus Jay. Keep it simple. We talked a little bit about this on the news. Keep it simple. I think Triple H might. <laughs> Talk a little bit about this on the news this morning because someone pitched a Hell in a yeah, Cell match for the brothers. Did they go to that extent? Did no, they do that after? Yeah, straight singles at WrestleMania. Like it, It's a novelty. If it's up to me, it's one and done. And Jimmy turns babyface by the end of WrestleMania weekend. And we never speak of this again. But I think they've done quite a good job of preserving it. It's and like watching your children fight. You love them both so much, don't you? That's it. Yeet versus funny guy on SmackDown. Yeah, who is now saying no Yeet. So it's Yeet or no Yeet. Got a t-shirt. Yeah. So, what, in your podcast realm? No, no for real. I'll no, watch SmackDown. There's a no eat shirt. <laughs> I'll watch SmackDown. It's, it's, yeet, I just, it's across that I just forgot. It's, uh, Isn't it a weird dynamic? Like, Jimmy Uso's kind of a funny guy I, versus a popular babyface with a fun enough catchphrase. I'm, it, shocking, I'm not going to just defend the Fed. Like, blanket statement here. I think they've gotten out of jail with Wacky Jimmy after what a terrible post-SummerSlam picture it all looked. And they're going to heat him up. That, that was like to get them through Christmas. I think they heat him up a bit more. I think you divert a bit from the clown stuff on the road to wrestling. I could be wrong. Rumble spot, obviously, with the sign. Don't don't have to necessarily eliminate B 
each other. We'll get a pop, I think, that will. Well, what, what if they kind of showed their hand a little bit then and they, he said, oh, I want a singles title and he gets a shot at Gunther, for example, if they can do it on a paper at a chamber, mm-hmm. Jimmy costs him again. That would make a lot of sense of a promo that I thought was a bit weird. So, yeah, I like that. What was all that? Jay said he wanted a singles title. He fights Gunther at the Elimination Chamber. And he's about to win it, and bloody Jimmy Costa. Oh, yeah, yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. And uh, f- f- circling back, hey, just call me Butter Baby. I'm on a roll. Just circling back to Devin's uh, statement. Ah. Uh, what? She. Oh, no, they're on the same brand. But Jimmy Uso isn't. Can he interfere in other brands' matches? Ooh. Probably. Who cares? Counter a lot of trouble. <laughs> Authorities over that. Um, another pitch for, just to wrap this up, for Anarchy in the Arena Christian's team versus Copeland's team. I like it. Do it at Revolution, in which case. I like a patriarch. Actually, no, because you want the unhinged stuff to happen in the Young Bucks match. I yeah. don't know if I want it to go to May, this feud. Stable Wars weren't that successful last year. Like, AEW can take a break from Stable Wars. Aye, but Wars it's the same year. thing. It's Triple H doing something that isn't simple. Tony Khan booking women at the forefront. Tony Khan not doing anything with stables. Like, we have to have a foot in realism. (laughs) (laughs) If we didn't have a foot in realism, I would just say, you know, know, what what would I say? If if the wrestling world was my oyster and I could do that which I wish with it. You wouldn't run Blood and Guts and Anarchy in the arena this year? I don't think. I would put Blood and Guts on pay-per-view just to see if AEW can do it without the breaks or if there's a version of that match which is actually really great as opposed to really great moments in it but the whole thing is a bit baggy uh, Kenny Omega is the world champion for me Kenny Omega versus Darby Allen is a world title program because it would be unbelievably good that's what I would do with the world is my oyster why hasn't Kenny Omega wrestled Darby Allen yet <laughs> why hasn't Brian Danielson wrestled Darby Allen yet those are the questions I'm asking and if I was the booker those are the questions I would answer in the name of the questions is this a Cedric's question? <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, that's all we've got time for in terms of questions today. But thank you to everyone who's uh, donated, who sent us questions. Sorry if we didn't get around to your question. We will do this again uh, this time next week, of course. And uh, you can continue the conversation with us on social media at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, you can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Cedric at... M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow my voice. Weird there. <laughs> M. Sidgwick. If you didn't get it... No, 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 my follower can get throttled these days. <laughs> at Adam Wilborn, follow up. Oh, brilliant well, editor, Nicholas. At it's Adam Nicholas. Uh, and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, for now, though, this has been your questions answered. Apologies for the technical difficulties. We got it out in the end, though. We uh, did. Thanks to Hamlet Sidney. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.